hello everyone and welcome to the first episode of Simple Talk. Um, it's been a little journey with the tech here, but we're going pre-recorded for this one. And um, so our first guest is Victoria Watts from Pasta Tavola. And uh, yeah, she's got an amazing story. And let's start. Tell us about your journey. Tell us about our journey. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it's been so easy. No, no, no. Our journey. Um, well, you know, I'm going to tell you first about Pasta Tavola. So Pasta Tavola is uh, started in 2010. And uh, I co-founded the company along with my sister, Paula, and she is the chef and, you know, um, the creator of all good things um, of the pasta table. And I do a lot more. I do a lot of the business development side. And what we offer is a line of frozen ravioli and sauces. And we uh, manufacture those for wholesale markets. So you'll see us in retail shops and in some restaurants, those kind of things. So in 2010, uh, both Paula and I were looking for, you know, a, a, a change and we wanted to start a business, knew nothing at all about food, um, but we both love food. I mean, that's, that's the thing. I mean, other than Paula being a chef, we didn't know anything about food business, right? Uh, so we decided, yeah, let's, let's, let's start a food business together. So that's what we did. And it literally started uh, in my kitchen, um, just making, you know, some fresh pastas. And as you know, I'm Italian. So food for us is a really big deal. And, um, you know, as we started to develop our business, we were having lots of conversations about, you know, what food means to us and what will this business look like, you know, and um all of our, our conversations really centered around our growing up in an Italian household and making really great food around the pasta table. And that is what pasta tavola is. That's what pasta tavola means, is pasta table in Italian. So we knew we had this really great story about making great, simple food around the pasta table with our Nona and our mother and our aunts. Um, and we needed to just you know, go with it. So we started to make um, fresh pastas and sauces. We started off at the farmer's market. Um, and that was a really great learning experience for us because we got to have face-to-face -face contact with our customers and ask them questions like, why are you buying this? What do you like? What do you dislike? We, we really got to have a full profile of who, who a pasta tabla customer would be. Uh, then we moved into, later that year, we moved into a commercial kitchen, uh, which was about 1,500 square feet. And it was out of that commercial there. kitchen. Yeah, yeah. It was out of that commercial <laughs> kitchen that we, that we just um, really learned the business. Because like I said, we, we didn't know anything about business at all. And there really were not a lot of um, mentors or other people doing what we were doing which was, you know, offering fresh food. So we moved into a commercial kitchen. We had a little retail shop and um, we started offering, you know, fresh pastas and sauces and takeaway meals out of that shop. We added some catering to it and then some pasta making classes. So, um, you know, we, 
we did a whole lot of things in that little <laughs> shop, you know. Um, eventually, we wanted, we knew we wanted to, um, it wasn't retail really was what we really wanted to get into. We wanted to do some wholesale. So being so close to wine country here and, you know, Pinsidra County, we were, we wanted to hook up with some of the restaurants. And um, so we started doing that, offering our pastas and and our ravioli. And it was really our ravioli that took off. And, and we, we knew that we had... Um, you know, found something that we could really um, launch, you know, into something that was bigger. So throughout 2012, we started to just sell throughout in our local environment, like our local community. And by 2016, we were, you know, getting quite a few customers branching outside of our local community. We revamped our packaging, added some more um, products to our line. And, and we had to have our first, um, I think it was our, our first or yeah, we, we went through two renovations. I think 2017 was our last renovation that we did to our facility. And we added on about another 25, 3000 square feet with new machinery and all of those things um, and freezer space. And um, so that happened in 2017. And that really allowed us to build some momentum and to get into some really heavy hitters. So we started working with Sobeys and Whole Food Market and Metro. And um, and it was at that point that I think there was just a switch of like, okay, like we're a brand, we need to, you know, we need to, we need to build that and build that infrastructure. Then in 2019, we were the recipients of the first um, Women Entrepreneurship fun grant. We are one of 50 companies in the first round. So um, I'm not sure there was a second round. I think there was a second or third round of that, but we were in the first round. And, um, and that was um, incredible because it was such a turning point for our company because it really allowed us to focus on um, getting us ready to launch for um, launch nationally. And in 2020, that is what we did right in the midst of COVID. Um, we, we launched our brand nationally. We signed on with a national distributor and we, um, and we have a national broker and, and, uh, and, and we're launched. And I think as of March, we're in every province across Canada. So that's our trajectory as a company. I mean, that's, that's kind of the evolution of the company. But, you know, it seems pretty linear, right? When I say it to you that, oh, yeah, we did this. And then we did this. But I'm going to tell you, Jenny, work. like, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not linear. Um, the journey was not smooth, you know, as most entrepreneurial entrepreneurial journeys are they're they're not smooth um lots of learning lots of pivoting lots of fails um and you know and obviously in some wins too right we're still here and we're in our 11th year so um it's a big deal oh yeah that's years. that's it <laughs> yeah um so one piece of advice you wish you had before you started one piece of advice. Oh, I'm going to give you more than just one, you know, because I never follow the rules, never follow the rules. <laughs> I'm a rule um, <laughs> I think the thing is, is that, you know, the one piece of advice, uh, I think I wish, or one thing that I, I wish I had known, right, is, and really known, but you don't really know until you actually go through it, right? Like you never really know 
how it is to be a parent until you actually have kids. Like people can tell you, but you never really know. So it's the same thing, I think, in your entrepreneurial journey too. Like you just never know. But I, I really wish I knew truly how um, long things would take. It takes a really long time. And it's, it seems like, you know, it's just never enough, right? Like you, you meet that milestone and it's like, okay, well, that was anticlimactic. Now we need to get like, I remember thinking, oh, once we get into Whole Foods, like that is going to be like our height. We've done it. It's great. And it was like, we got into Whole Foods and it was, it's like, that's it. Okay. Now we have to get to something else, right? So it's always something, but I think the length of time and even after 11 years, we're still not you know, we're never in the place that we want to be. Like we still have like, okay, we, you know, this is what we want to do now. And we want to do this. Right. So it takes a long, long time. That's one thing that I wish I really just felt and knew that it would take a long time. The second thing though, is I think what I think I, I, I also really wanted to know or wish I'd known is how much business being an entrepreneur takes out of you. Like it's a lot of work um, and it's very demanding. And what I mean by that is, you know, everything takes a lot of work. There's lots of work, right? Like, you know, and anything that you do, you have to put work in, but with, when you own your own business and you, when you are an entrepreneur, you are full out there. Like it brings out your vulnerabilities. It brings out your strengths, your weaknesses, like, it tests you. And I, I think I wasn't prepared for how much it was going to test. Yeah. You know, like it tests you every day. It tests your resilience, your strength, um, your smarts. Um, and, and that's a hard thing, but you need to prepare yourself for that because if you're not a person who gets excited about that and, you know, as much as it's like, there's stress involved, it can be really exhilarating. Like I am exhilarated by the fact that I have to put myself on the line and I have to like pull through. And it's incredible um, to actually be able to watch, you know, this idea that we started off with that we have literally both Paula and I have literally built up, um, you know, blood, sweat and tears, right? Um, over the years. But I think those are two main things that I wish I'd really understood as an entrepreneur going into it. Um, the time and just what it takes. It's, um, it's like, you work hard, and you get excited for those little things. Um, and yeah, that's what makes your day, right? Every, every win is like, yes, I did it, right? On well, to the next and you know, one. Exactly. And I think the thing is, is that you really have to, as entrepreneurs, you really have to, um, you know, celebrate those small wins, because it's, it's how you progress, like, you don't often progress, you know, in these huge steps, like leaps and bounds, like sometimes it's just like, okay, step by step, keeping your head down, step by step, keeping your head on the goal. Um, and then lo and behold, it's like, whoa, look at that. I'm a national brand, right? <laughs> so, but you need to celebrate those, those little small, like celebrations, you know, little small milestones that happen because 
you need to have joy, right, in what you're doing. And, and you need to find those joyful moments in in this journey, because they're not all joyful, right? No. Um, Some of them are, you know, sitting down crying, drinking a bottle of wine. Exactly. <laughs> and the next day you're on top of the world. <laughs> That's it. It really is the highs and lows, right? Like, it's I don't know if I'll ever get used to that. But um, there are quite the highs and lows, like one day you're flying high, the next day you're like, are you seriously? Am I really doing this? Seriously? You know, so yeah, it's um. You know, it's really crazy, but you have to, I think as a person, like, you know, if you're an entrepreneur, like it, it really is a life journey. I really believe that entrepreneurship is not so much about the business, but it's really about the life journey. You know, it's about discovering yourself. It's about your resilience. Um, it's about relationships with others. I truly believe that. Okay. So last question or point. Um, do you have any tips or pointers for other entrepreneurs? Mm, I didn't talk all day about that. <laughs> I think, I think, you know, so many, where do I begin? Where do I begin? I think number one, I think you really, if you're starting off a business, I always say like, you need to start off with your value proposition. And I know it just sounds so cliche, right? Like you need to know your value proposition. But th the reality is, is that you actually really need to know your value proposition. <laughs> you need to know who you are yep. and how you differ from the competition. Like you need to know what your value is to the market, right? And you need to know who your customer is. Um, and because you're really looking at synergies, right, between your business and between that community of people who are going to purchase your service or your product from you, right? So you really need to know the ins and the outs of that. And you think, oh, that's really easy. It's not. Like, even to this day, um, like, we at Pasitabla, we're, we're constantly evolving and um, revisiting that. You know, now we're in a whole different kind of um you know, business model way of being. And we're having to revisit all of those things again to make sure that we continue to be relevant and we're doing, you know, we're building the brand in a way, in the right way. So I think really knowing your value and who you are. And I think also in the beginning, really sticking in your lane. You know, I think we tend to, to want to take yeah. on everything and do everything and be everything to everyone. And I think, especially in the beginning, it doesn't mean that you can't take on those things later on, but you really need to, to start on a solid footing. And I, I think the best successes happen when you can identify what you're really good at and you stick to it. Right. And it's the same and even just like managing your business, right? Like you can't be everything. So you need to know, like, this is what I'm good at. And this is what I can execute well. And I need to bring in people who can help me do these other things. Like I need to know a little bit about it, but I'm going to leave it to some other experts to kind of deal with that. Right. Yeah. So I think those are though. I don't know. How about you? Like, do you find that that's, that's the case? I was everything. <laughs> I wanted to do everything and be everything. And then I was just yeah. like, Nope, I'm just going to delegate this because there's other people who, ha who have strengths that are better than mine for specific things. And uh, right. Yeah. And you'll also go insane, right? Like yeah. you're only one person, um, <laughs> exactly. you know, and I, I find that on, on, sorry, go ahead. Sorry. Nope. Go ahead. 
This feedback, the feedback sometimes here, technology, it's never seamless. I think too, like, I mean, as entrepreneurs, right? Like often entrepreneurs are like cut out of the same cloth, right? Like we're go-getters and we want to take on everything, but you just can't. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, um, What you were saying about um, the business evolving, like when we, when I started my business is um, it's still got the same frame, but it's very different compared to when I first started. Uh, Like I was just offering some uh, service here and there, it was pretty low key. And now we have like a full marketing department and, and um, all sorts of different other options that you can get through us. So it's business is always changing and your model is always going to change. So you got to be prepared to go with the flow. (laughs) You do. You really do. I mean, you, you have to be okay with change because that's the one certainty, right? Is that things are going to change. Things never stay the same. And, you know, that's a good thing because when you're in your, your, you know, the depths, right. Where you're just like, I, I feel like I've hit rock bottom, you know, that that's, that's temporary. So, you know, you start to develop, I think over the years, like, a kind of a, a resilience to it, right? Where it's like, yeah, okay, you know, today was sucky, <laughs> you know, but tomorrow's probably gonna be different, right? Like yep. it really does switch like this, right? Like just like snap of your fingers that quickly. Like it is very crazy. Um, you know, so that I, so that's number one. Like that's one tip that I would actually I would say is is to start there, but. I think too, like, you know, if you're actually starting off a business, like really starting off and I'm in the, the, you know, the CPG, so the packaged goods business, right? So I can talk from this perspective, like if you're actually starting a packaged good or a service or something like you need to, you have that opportunity. It's like a blank blank slate. You can actually build like everything according to what your identified customer wants. So we knew nothing about that. We just kind of jumped into it and was like, we're just going to make ravioli. But we didn't really look at trends or anything like that. Now, when we do R&D, and we have a really big push in R&D in our company, um, we're actually launching a new line of plant-based ravioli in the next week. (laughs) Um, Just a little plug there. Uh, But you know, now we really think we, we, it's much more structured. It's much more like, let's look for the pain points first. Let's look for where we can have cost efficiencies, right? So we can actually build a product within certain parameters. Like we know freight is really expensive. So that will play into our decisions about what our packaging is going to look like, right? Um, we know, you know, freezer space is really competitive, right? And much more costs involved in that. So, you know, we also include shelf stable products as part of our lineup. So you're always having to think innovatively, I think, you know, Um, like customers are wanting to know transparency, like now they want transparency in the food they eat. So we did, we, we do certifications. That's something that's a real core part of our, of our company is seeking out the certifications to give people confidence in the brand and what they're eating. So we never started out like that, but it is a real um, analytical process. There's a lot of analyzing that goes into businesses and rolling out project, uh, you know, 
um, products and services, right? Um, so I think taking the time to really think through those things and looking at the pain points and how you fit in and how you can build your service or your, your product um, good is, I think that's really important. I think that's a good, a good tip. Um, if I don't say so myself, it's a good tip. <laughs> um, <Great> tip. <laughs> and what else, you know, a third, oh, I think mindset and self-care. And this is something that I struggle with all the time. And I think entrepreneurs struggle with it. Your biggest challenge is going to be your mind, really, when you're doing this. Like, you can psych yourself out so easily. You know, you can lose confidence so easily. Like, it's, uh, and, and you can jump right into your projects and have blinders on and spend all your time. Like, you get into something and it's like, I just, you know, we got to get through it. We got to get launch it. We got to... And you forget about the self-care part. You forget about, you know, cultivating a happy mind, you know. Um, and I think it's really important. It's it, the struggle is real, you know, it no is. one ever has time for that. And especially if, you know, COVID, it's been it's been really tough. You rough. have children, right? Yeah, um, you know, so you know, I have I'm homeschooling, I'm doing, you know, those, these things like looking after ourselves and managing our thoughts and our mind really kind of gets pushed off. Right. Um, but it can really sabotage your business if you're not well, right. Like you can yeah. lose everything. So right now really, it's just, it's crazy, right. With the third wave, it's just, it's been really rough, but we're, we're coming yeah. out. I see the light. I know. <laughs> I know, you know, with the, with the COVID, and I always say this, um, you know, with entre other entrepreneurs, right? Like, I know it's really tough, but any of these, I think any challenges like this provide you with opportunities. And for us, like this period of time, you know, that things are, you know, necessarily slower and your customer, like your customers don't react in the same way as they would, right? Um but it is, you can do, I always say like, what can you do in this moment to just even progress your, your business in a little bit? And it might just be, you know what, I need to think through this process. I need to set up this system. It might be something really simple like that, right? I need to lay a foundation for when we get out of this pandemic, because we are, and people are going to want to spend money and they're going to want to go out and entertain and they're going to want to build up their businesses again, right? They're going to want to buy pasta. They're going to want pasta. They're going to need a virtual assistant, <laughs> yes, right? They are. Like, they are. So, you know, you don't want that to happen and be like, oh my gosh, like, where am I at? Right. So I always say like in those moments of, you know, slower times or whatever it is, like take those, take those times to see, assess your business, see where can you, where can you move forward? Where can you know plan? Like, and we always did that because our, in our business, it was cyclical. So there were times when it was not as busy. Um, and that's when we did a lot of our set up our projects and our goals for the next year. Um, so mindset, what else? I think the other thing is, is that I really think um, right now it's a great time for um, for entrepreneurs, there are so many resources out there for entrepreneurs. Um, and there was nothing like 10 years ago, I did not feel 
or we just weren't equipped. We weren't thinking in that way. Maybe there were, but I didn't feel that the ecosystem for, um, you know, information sharing the whole bit was there for us. So everything we did, we learned on our own, right? But I think now, like, it, there's just so much out there, and especially for female entrepreneurs. Um, I actually work for an organization called Paro Center, Center for Women Entrepreneurship, and I'm I'm one of their business growth advisors. Um, and um, we, I've hooked up with so many female entrepreneurs. I, what we do is we provide resources and support for um, for female entrepreneurs, and you know. There's a lot of women out there doing some really great things. Um, I'm learning so much um, and they're willing to share, you know. Uh, so for me, networking and taking advantage of all of those resources out there are really important. I We learned that late in the game, um, but it's really through networking that we've been able to truly advance our business, like just finding the right people who can help us develop the path to success right to where we want to be so networking is so important it's my favorite is it? <laughs> I love networking. <laughs> and you're so good at it yes everyone knows Jenny. Party. making friends <laughs> making friends that's exactly it that's okay it. well that's that was it. awesome like thanks so much for all those tips um thank you for being on the show and if uh, we'll have a new guest, I believe, in two weeks if everybody wants to tune in. Um, so big thanks to Victoria. That's great. Thank you, everyone. And uh, feel free, you know, to reach out if you ever wanted to contact me, feel free, Victoria at pastatavala.ca and check us out on all our social and websites. See, I'm always a salesperson. What can I say? <laughs> thanks so much, okay. everyone. You take thanks. care. Have a good day. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to this week's episode. For more tips, check out our blog at simpledesk.ca and subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss any of the action.